It's seven minutes after 11 o'clock, and Jennifer Bukowski is on board with us. She's a brilliant criminal defense attorney and uh, politically active uh, all around the state of Missouri. And uh, she comes on once a week, and we just talk about some things that are on her mind, including uh, this small desert town of Nipton. Uh, it has been sold again. I was reading the story and looking at who it is that purchased this little town, and I'm thinking I I got to take a trip to Las Vegas. There's apparently a couple of shows I need to watch. <laughs> yeah, so a circus. You can't make this up. A circus company uh, that makes a very adult, suggestive circus soleil called Absinthe out in Vegas uh, has apparently never bought any real estate before, but they've bought this town of. Nipton, which is in the desert, and uh, it provides blood of Schlitz Creek. In fact, the prior owners had bought it kind of on a whim for $300,000 years and years ago, but this circus company has now bought this town, and there's a show that's kind of uh, brings to mind Schlitz Creek, where, you know, a rich family bought a whole town, named that as a joke because the name was so ridiculous, and then they lose everything but that, and they have to move there. This town, it, most of the 25 residents of this town live in an RV park that's in the town, but it's 100 miles from anywhere. A, a train goes through it several times a day. Union Pacific Rail, uh, the Union Pacific trains go through there numerous times a day. But uh, this woman had a multi-year struggle to finally sell this town until the circus has purchased it. So one will have to wonder what they're going to put in that town. So why did you, um, you know, what caught your eye about this? What was it that was so... I'm looking at some uh, videos, and there are some very scantily clad women. Uh, Brian, there's some scantily clad guys, too, so you can <laughs> take a lap through it. Um, it's so strange. I mean, some of these circus, uh, you know, it's made up of troops of performers and acrobats, a lot of times from, like, Eastern Europe. And for a group of them to decide to buy a town, are they going to live there? Or are they going to be like growing families there? What exactly are they going to do with this town? That's fascinating to me. Yeah, well, um, it's, uh, what, about an hour out of Vegas or something? And it's apparently very hot there. Uh, yeah, temperatures over 100 often, degrees. Yeah, exceed 100 degrees. Uh, it's uh, Spiegel World. S-P-I-E-G-E-L. Spiegel World. Uh, they put on these shows at Caesars, and uh, apparently they're fun shows. Uh, uh, it'll be curious to see. I'm, I, you know, I might want to stop by uh, Spiegel World, and maybe I just want to uh, stop by uh, Nipton and see what goes on there. Cause yeah, I'm betting it's entertaining. Italy's <laughs> most wanted mafia boss. Uh, arrested after 30 years on the run. 30 years this guy escaped justice. He was tried in, in absentia. Uh, and for 30 years, he's been wandering around free as a bird. Yes, this is an interesting story. They finally uh, found the head of the Cosa Nostra crime syndicate, the alleged head mafia boss, Matteo Messina Denaro. He's been on the run for 30 years. It's been rumored that he's had plastic surgeries and everything else. But he was the head of the family that oversaw Sicily, waste management, and other boss, uh, other businesses. Even allegedly got into face mask manufacture during the pandemic. And 
the town, you, there's video in this uh, Wall Street Washington Post story of people applauding that the police had finally caught this guy because, yeah, he had uh, apparently terrorized people, executed people, and uh, this is one of the most known mafia families because it was depicted in the Godfather movies. So how did they catch him? That is unclear. He was getting chemotherapy treatments and waiting to get a COVID test so that he could go in for this chemotherapy treatment. And all of a sudden, the police came and took him away. And he immediately admitted who he was and his real name. But he had been going by an, uh, an alias, obviously, before that. But some of the things he he's alleged to have done, he's... Prosecutor said he helped organize the operation to kidnap the 11-year-old son of a mafia turncoat. The child was eventually tortured and killed. His body dissolved in acid. So not too nice of stuff. Well, you know, if he was that famous at the time, you wonder how he could blend in and not notice. Maybe they did notice and they said, you know, he wants to rent. What are you going to tell a guy who's willing to kidnap, torture, and murder little kids? No. Right. Between the plastic surgery and then there's speculation he had protection from high ups in government. But lately it's it's thought that maybe he wasn't as in charge of the day to day operation because some families that have fled the area because he had said, you know, if they're back here we'll kill them had moved back. So maybe he lost his power and there therefore lost his protection from the higher ups in government that he had been enjoying for the majority of these 30 years. For but he 30. had a pension for women, Rolexes, and fast cars. Uh, they raided his house and found all kinds of like designer perfumes and things. So he liked spending money on the finer things. Well, I can see the women, and I can see the fast cars, but Rolex watch? Who, who wants a Rolex watch? Give me a good old Apple watch. It's just as accurate. Um, and it does more. It does do more, yep. And it doesn't make you a, car, a target to get mugged like Rolexes do. Yeah, it, you're right. It It is, uh, in fact, uh, makes you vulnerable. It does. It signals like, okay, go ahead and pad their bill. If not, just outright go steal from them on the way up because they must have, you know, a lot of cash on them. All righty. Um, all right, uh, we're about to wrap up. Jennifer Bukowski with us. We've covered a plethora of topics here uh and including the uh the documents between biden and trump let me ask you this question on the on the documents do you think either one of them are going to be indicted trump or biden on the top secret documents uh no now especially because biden had documents they couldn't indict one without doing something to the other and really i don't like the whole idea, it's just it's not worth caging people that are, you know, for political prosecutions like this, um, because it just creates a precedent and uh, makes us turn into a banana republic where the loser of elections goes to jail. I think, you know, it has to be something much more serious than this before you start looking at incarcerating someone instead of, you know, a document crime where you can't show that there was any harm. In Trump's case, they were cooperating with the, you know, archives, National Archives and everything else. They just weren't doing it speedily enough for them. Well, so, they're arguing that they weren't cooperating, that that uh, 
uh, Trump's people were not uh, giving up the information or giving up the papers. Yeah, quickly enough. I mean, they were on notice that they had them. Biden, they never notified them that they had these things. <laughs> Just came up later on. Well, anything else about the uh, timing on that disclosure that Biden had those papers? Well, one has to wonder if his attorney is incompetent, too, if his attorneys are, because you saw all this stuff happening with Mar-a-Lago, and you would, one would think that you would have attorneys on hand to be like, make sure we have our bases completely covered on this. When this is, they're going after Trump for this reason, make sure that we are completely clean on this issue. But they didn't think to do that or didn't bother with that. I don't know. Or maybe, the, you know, as attorneys, they didn't want to know if there was a problem, because then they'd have some sort of duty to correct it. But, you know, that's not very loyal to your client, Joe Biden, there. When this is happening, and he probably had advance notice that this would happen, that would have been the time to, like, go in the garage, in the office, of the think tank, to make sure that everything was on the up and up with all Joe's papers. Well, hasn't Joe kind of admitted guilt already? Oh, uh, the lock garage? Well, he's not admitted that he knew that he had them. He's just saying, oh, it's different because we weren't intentionally doing it. And at first they're like, well, it was in an office, not a private home. Then it turns out he's got some in the private home. There's the garage and more in the private home. It's just. Yeah, but his Corvette <laughs> was in there, so it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that makes it so much better. He loves bringing up that Corvette, doesn't he? Doesn't he, though? He's been with Jay Leno on it. He brings up driving that Corvette. His son, he's written about how they, like, redid that engine of the Corvette for him for a present, which, okay, your crackhead son that supposedly never had access to secret information was in the garage with these documents? Give us a break. Of course he had access to all kinds of stuff when you are Veep, Joe. Unbelievable. Jennifer Bukowski, thank you for being with us. Thanks, Gary. Alright, take care. Jennifer Bukowski on the Gary Nolan Show. Uh, central bank digital currencies are coming, whether countries are ready or not. That's next on the Gary Nolan Show, the Zimmer Radio Network. It is uh, 21 minutes after 11 o'clock. Glad to have you with us. State of the State tomorrow. Uh, the governor is going to come out and give us his uh, State of the State. By the way, on tomorrow's program also, uh, you should know that we are going to have uh, uh, Secretary of State Jay Ashcroft on the program. We'll also have uh, Epic Times. Uh, so we've, we've got uh, those two things to look forward to in addition to whatever else is in the zeitgeist between now and then, but the state of the state, and I'm, you know, Brian and I were kicking this around earlier this morning, and I guess, Brian, your question is, what do you, what do you want? Yeah, uh, out of all the things that we'll, we will probably hear Governor Parson talk about for the state of the state, what is the number one thing on your agenda as far as that would Make if you could change, of, yeah. If you could change anything about the state of Missouri and make it more uh, palatable to be a Missouri citizen, if you will, what would it be? What What is the most important thing to you? Um, and to, I'm going to I'm going to expand on. I'm going to expand this and make it two topics. Okay, you know, two things. If you could convince the state legislature to accomplish two goals in the next segment uh, or the next session or this session, if you will, what would those two goals be? What would you like the state house, state senate, and the governor 
to accomplish in this session? If you could, if it could, you put it on the wish list and it would happen. What would be the first and second things that you would be hoping for? I know what's on my list, uh, and it should be no surprise to anybody out there, so I'm not even going to divulge it. But what's on your list? What would you like to see them accomplish? Boy, I could go down a list of, uh, you know, like five or six things right off the bat. But we're going to get the state of the state tomorrow, and you're going to hear highlights of it uh, on this station. But if you could get the state legislature to accomplish two things, what would they be? If you could get them to accomplish any two things, you can call me at 874-9390. It's toll-free. Or you can call me at 800-529-5572. is toll-free. 874-9390 if you're local. Or you can go to GaryNolan.com and send me a message. You could get them to accomplish something, any two things, the top two most important things that you would like to see the state legislature accomplish. What's interesting is, well, no, I'm not going to go there because I'll, I'll, I'll tip my hand on something. Uh, let me go to Rick first. Rick, you could get him to accomplish two things. What would it be? Anyone who uses a gun in the commission of a crime gets 40 years. You pull the trigger in the commission of that crime, you never walk free again. If these idiots are going to be out there throwing around lead, not caring who they kill, I want it to be somebody's going to get punished if it's me that catches their lead. And what would number two on your list be? That was one and two. 40 years or life. Most important thing to improve the state of Missouri. That's it. Yes, sir. All right. Rick, thank you for the call. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Uh, let's see what Steve thinks. Steve, good morning. How are you? Um, fine. Um, eliminate the personal property tax. Yeah. And number two, the state income tax. All right. So you and I are right on the same level. Uh, well, I'm, I'm a mail carrier, and yes, it's, <laughs> it will eliminate a lot of mail volume, so... But that's not why you want to get rid of it. No, I don't want to. I want to get rid of it so I don't have to pay it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's financially, it's just not good for the state. Okay. No, it's I, not. And, I, and I, there again, I think if they did it, I think the lobbying industry in Jeff City would just about vanish, wouldn't it? There'd well, be nothing to lobby then. You know, I think it would make Missouri a desirable state. To locate in. Uh, I think it's a great idea. And financially, I think it makes a lot of sense, too. So those were the uh, my top two as well. Steve, thank you. Glad right. to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Yeah, get rid of the uh, personal property tax and the state income tax. What about the real estate tax? Oh, I would love to see that happen, <laughs> but uh, it's not likely that uh, that's going to happen. Why not? Other states can get by without a real estate tax? We're, name one. Who? I don't know specifically i just know that you know not every single state has a real estate tax right you die and or if you don't pay your tax the state can take your house it, it just seems wrong take a look on the web do a search i don't think there's okay. a state without one 
Well, why um, would that be? Why would the state be entitled to take your property? Well, the counties do, usually, not the state, but... County uh, or state. All right, see if there's any uh, any state in the union that does not have a real estate tax. And I'll go to Bill and Jeff. Bill, any two things you could accomplish, you would hope well, that they would accomplish. I've got to agree with you on the personal property tax. I've been a strong proponent of that since you brought it up a couple of years ago. But the second thing is probably out of your wheelhouse is, is uh, to make it more affordable and feasible for state government retirees to retire. I got friends that work in their mid to late 70s because they can't afford the insurance. Once you retire from the state, it takes more than half of your, your retirement check just to pay for the insurance. So a lot of these workers are working into their mid to late 70s just because they can't afford the insurance. So I'd like to see state government do something in that realm as far as making it more affordable for retirees to retire. Do they get, they don't get Medicare? Well, after a certain age they do, yeah, but here's the thing. With state retirement, when you reach that age, you lose a percentage of your retirement from the state that you're getting a supplement from Social Security or Medicare. So you're not gaining anything. It's, it's robbing Peter to pay Paul. And, but the, the insurance actually almost doubles for a retiree from the time that they were working to the time they get their first retirement check. Almost doubles. Plus all of the uh, the uh, life benefits that they have while they were working disappears on the day and one you, of retirement. And you think that'll make Missouri a better place to move to? Well, it sure make Jefferson City. You've got 14,000 state employees, not to mention what throughout the state. I, I know you're probably thinking it's pretty trite and trivial, but this is something we've been talking about for years. You know, I don't care so much the cost of living. I do the retirement benefits. All right. All right. I'm, I'm not here to argue with anybody. i just uh, here to take notes. Bill, thank uh, you. Thank Glad you. to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. It's really diluted what I thought was going to happen, Brian. And I have your information. Unfortunately, there are no states without a property tax. Without a real estate tax, yeah. How, how can that be? <laughs> I mean, you paid your house off completely, and here comes the county saying, no, no, you, you don't own that. You, it's a dependable source of revenue. You'll give up eating rather than lose a $200,000 house. Or, yeah. Or more. Mike, two things. If you could get two things that would change the state of Missouri, make it a better place for everybody to live, what would they be? I guess it's my turn. Yeah. It would definitely, I would start out with the personal property taxes, doing away with that. And the second one was kind of a toss-up. One was going to be the income tax, Missouri State income taxes. And the other one I would kind of like to see is diverting more uh, tax revenue from the public schools over to private schools or to maybe a homeschooling program. I think that would be kind of nice to see. And it might be more important to do that before the income tax, honestly. But that's, I would say that's probably my two main things I'd love to see them do. All right. I got it. Mike, thank you. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. I really didn't think it would go quite that way. We got some uh, messages from GaryNolan.com. Your phone calls. Two things that you could change in the state of Missouri that would make it a better place to live.
Gary Nolan this Zimmer is again. the Gary Nolan Show. I feel sorry for callers who hang out through the whole news break. And then just as we're coming back, they give up. It is uh, 35 minutes after 11 o'clock. Glad to have you with us. I was looking for two things that you would like to see the state of Missouri do that you think would make it a better place to live, uh, that would make it a draw for uh, businesses and others to come here. A couple of people uh, hit right on my, uh, you know, right where I'm at. Get rid of the income tax, get rid of the personal property tax. Uh, that's just the top of my list. I mean, I'd, I'd get them uh, to get rid of uh, real estate tax. Uh, I'd make sure it was only a consumption tax for the entire state. I'd get them out of health care. I'd get them out of uh, education. Uh, the, you know, I got a whole list of things. But the most important, too, would be to get rid of the personal property tax and the income tax. Uh, Melvin says, I want the legislature to eliminate the property tax and to eliminate the income tax, replace it with a consumption tax. And I agree with him. Uh, let's see, James, uh, get rid of real estate slash income tax. Use the windfall money to upgrade our electrical grid so as not to have the issues like Texas did. David says on eliminating personal property tax, how does that help me? Won't other taxes need to be raised to meet the spending? Yes, David, they will. They'll have to raise sales taxes in order to, to do this. But think about it. They already have a mechanism in place, David, to generate a sales tax. All they have to do is bump it up so that it equals the revenue they get from the car tax. And then instead of just before Christmas getting a bill uh, that uh, knocks your socks off, you'd, you'll have been paying a little bit at a time throughout the year. And think about how much... Time and money is involved in figuring out the value of everything mechanical ever made in this country. Uh, whether it's a 57 Coupe de Ville or a 2022 uh, Ford uh, F100. Whether it's an airplane or a motorcycle. No matter what it is, a boat, they, they've got to figure out how much it's worth to figure out how much to tax you. Now they don't have to do that anymore. They don't have to spend any money on any of that. They don't have to buy all the paper. They don't have to pay for all the postage to send you a bill. And you don't have to, you know, go through the trouble of responding to tell them what you own and what, you know, what you will be uh, taxed on. So you actually save money. That's, David, why you should get rid of the personal property tax. Uh, boy, am I done? No, not at all. Dakota, income tax, personal property tax. Uh, yeah, if you go down the list, uh, as Dakota does, uh, defend, uh, defund uh, Medicaid, food stamps, etc. I'm, I'm with you on that, but I just, uh, just two, just two things. Uh, Scott says, get rid of the income slash personal property tax. Uh, and then he goes, uh, goes on with a whole other list. Let me get Jack in. Jack, good morning. How are you? Fine. How are you? Well, I'm doing well. Two things you would do to make the state of Missouri a better place for everyone to live. Uh, personal property. And the biggest thing is, is get rid of all taxes, period. Instead of paying taxes, just make a flat, 10, flat 20, 26% on all consumable items. That way, anybody that pays for anything is paying for our taxes, period. 
And so, so you buy a car, you buy groceries, you buy anything. And then that way, you wouldn't have to have taxes, period. It would Everything would be covered. And we'd be done with all this. So a consumption tax. Yes. Yeah, I, I agree. I don't think it has to be... Federal, federal-wise, you know? Oh, so, yeah, federal, absolutely. I would do that in a New York so second. Get, you know, instead of everybody paying... You know, everybody's worried about paying their fair share. Well... You're, you're making everybody pay their fair share that way. So it doesn't matter whether they're from this country or not. They're paying their fair share, whether it's the richest guy in the world or not. He's paying his fair share. Yeah, and if you've so, got an underground income, like you're a drug dealer or something. Every, yeah, and then you talk about people that are doing underhanded stuff. Well, then they're doing it. They're paying their fair share. Yeah. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Do it at the federal level. I'd love to see it happen here at the state level as well. No. And the personal property tax, too. All right, Jack, thank you for the call. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. So I'm wondering how this could work. Uh, and I, when I had uh, Jay Ashcroft on the program uh, last week or the week before, we, we, I think we kind of touched on this. I think he's in our camp. Why wouldn't we lobby the Republicans who are in charge of the House and in charge of the Senate and the Republican governor and see if we can get rid of those two taxes. Who, you know, the Republicans allege they want low taxes. They they don't like taxing the wealthy at a, at a higher rate. They should be on board with this. This should be a slam dunk. In fact, every state with a Republican governor and a Republican legislature should be able to accomplish this. They can put it on the uh, on the ballot and make the case that getting rid of the income tax is better for everybody. Now, somebody on the left, I am sure, is going to look at Kansas and go, well... Kansas didn't do too well, but there is a, a an economic uh, quirk that was happening in Kansas when they tried to accomplish this uh, elimination of the income tax, having to do with oil and, and the price of it. They could do a consumption tax, and so could we. The whole country should. There is a there is a book that I will recommend to you. It's called The Wealth of States. And it is... Um, it, it, it's written by a, a couple of people whose names you would probably know. Rex Singfield uh, is part of it, and uh, Art Laffer, I think, uh, helped uh, write it as well. It makes sense. Look at what's going on in Tennessee. Tennessee is growing way faster than we are. What do they have that we don't have? We've got I-70 going right through the state, a main artery that is used to deliver goods to the west and, and back again from the west to the east. They don't have that in Tennessee. We've got everything they've got and then some. Why aren't we growing at the same rate Tennessee is? 
because Tennessee doesn't have an income tax. And the Republicans, they control everything here. They should be able to accomplish this. All we have to do, I would think, if they were being responsible, is call them up, phone them up, and say, let's get rid of these two things. You have the power to put it on the ballot to get rid of it. You can make an amendment to the Constitution. Get rid of it. If that gets on the ballot, I guarantee you conservatives will come out of the woodwork to vote all across the state. It would give the, I think the Republicans would have an incredible sweep. They think they're in charge now. This would be incredible. And I'm willing to bet there are some wealthy Republicans who would contribute to the campaigns. Up to the Republicans. They can do this. Coming up in just a couple of minutes, apparently uh, central banks are looking at a digital currency. In fact, the Wall Street Journal says central bank digital currencies are coming whether countries are ready or not. The game-changing development could have a profound impact on the banking system. But few people still understand it. Well, I don't think this is such a good place to go. I'll tell you about it next. The Gary Nolan Show, the Zimmer Radio Network. It is uh, 11.50. Glad to have you with us. Do you realize, Brian, that Netflix is now like 16 years old? Is it really? Wow. Wow. Yeah, that's what I thought. Wow. Yeah, the, uh, this, uh, I remember when they were just sending out DVDs. Yes. Uh, in fact, they used to come on my show and give away DVD players. Uh, and then they started the streaming thing and uh, really grown from there. It's, uh, it's hard to believe that it's as old as it is. Uh, perusing a New York Times article about Netflix delivering movies to the PC, the launch of the service in 2007 is like peering into a time capsule of a different world. Up to this point, Netflix's way of distributing entertainment uh, was through logistics. If you rented DVDs and previously VHS tapes from Blockbuster, you paid per rental and suffered fear of steep late fees if you didn't return on time. Netflix instead shipped DVDs to people's doors for a subscription uh, with no fear of a late fee penalty. The secret sauce that spelled doom uh, and many lost profits for Blockbuster. You can actually still subscribe to the service from Netflix despite its site uh, giving off some old knockoff vibes until you notice the a Netflix company branding beneath the site's logo. So you could still get their DVDs? Wow. That's a step backwards in time. All right, Wall Street Journal. Central bank digital currencies are coming whether countries are ready or not. I uh, I really, I'm, I'm to the point where I'm thinking uh, something, something has got to happen. <clears throat> they're taking away my internal combustion engine. Now they're going to look at this digital currency. And this digital currency is, you know, they've, uh, by the way, and they've taken away my light bulb. They're threatening to take away my gas stove. I mean, they, they just keep getting dumber and dumber and crazier and crazier. 
But the problem with the digital currency goes even beyond that. Because if it's digital currency that is, uh, you know, that comes from the United States Treasury Department, and they eliminate cash, they will be able to track every penny. You're, um, you work in heating and air conditioning and you do a side job, uh, throw in an air conditioner for a friend, they have to pay you with digital currency, you're taxed. If, uh, you know, you, you, you do a little fill-in work for somebody at another st- company somewhere, uh, you know, and t- you're going to they're going to know. And there are things they have no business knowing. Maybe you have uh, a physical or mental ailment and you have to pay uh, somebody to, to help you with it or for medication. They know. And if they can hack Norton, they can hack the government. Trust me, they can. This is not a good idea. 114 countries are exploring digital currencies, and their collective economies represent more than 95% of the world's GDP, according to the Atlantic Council Central Bank Digital Currency Tracker. Some countries, including China, India, Nigeria, and the Bahamas, have already rolled out digital currencies. Others, like Sweden and Japan, are preparing for possible rollouts. The United States is studying the issue and has run trials of various technologies uh, to enable a digital currency. Uh, Jerome Powell, the Fed chair, uh, has indicated that U.S. Central Bank hasn't any plans to create one um, and won't do so without direction from Congress. Somewhere down the road, they will do it. Uh, I think it's risky enough to have digital currency, period. Maybe it's a good investment. Maybe it's not. I'm not here to say that. But if the federal government is creating it, you could bet your bottom dollar they're going to find a way to trace every penny. Mike, welcome. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Hi. Uh, Yeah, you're absolutely right. They will trace every dime you've got that way. Um, Flea markets and uh, yard sales will, you know, I mean, everything. You know, that will be the end of the era of that kind of stuff. Uh, If you remember many years ago, there was a company that started a, uh, what they called a barter system. And they, I mean, they went in on that hard and heavy to stomp it out so they could stop it. Yeah. They don't want anybody to to get away with, uh, you know, uh, keeping the, the fruits of their labor. Well, that's right. Uh, but why so, shouldn't, you know, I, and I don't understand why you shouldn't be able to barter. Why should I not be able to trade, uh, I'll, uh, I'll do a commercial for you and you do my body work on my car? Well, it, 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 you're correct. I mean, that's becoming more of a free person then. Yeah, and there's no income per se. <laughs> well, you know, that, that, if you watch TV... You know, they they scare you know they they rule you with fear. You know the IRS, this that and other on insurance. You 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 know you're going to die without this. You know it's all fear based. Yep, and the IRS uh, they can invoke fear. 
Yeah, you betcha they can. All right, Mike. Thank you. Appreciate it. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Yeah. Uh, as we, I, I think it was yesterday I was talking about this, the IRS. They're the most powerful organization in the country. Perhaps in the world, they're more powerful than the U.S. military. Politicians are afraid of them. Uh, William says, how to make the state better? One, term limits. You've already got term limits. Uh, two, campaign finance reform. <coughs> where only individual citizens of the state can uh, contribute with limits in the amount of the contribution. Boy, William, I, I couldn't disagree with you more. I really... I'd asked earlier in the program for two things that would you think you could change in the state of Missouri that would uh, make it a better state to live in. Uh, campaign finance laws? No. It's my money. I will give the money that I've earned to anybody I want because it's my money. And the government should have absolutely no right to limit that. Uh, whether it's Brian Hansen, who's uh, sitting in the next room, or it's uh, Jay Ashcroft, who's running for whatever office. It's my money. I should be allowed to give it to whomever I choose. You can't make that decision on your own. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, because I'm too stupid. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's the mentality of the left. So, no, I don't think that makes things better. And I know that term limits are already here. Uh, so I'm I'm going to disagree with you, William. Sorry. Uh, I'm about out of time. I don't know if I can get a call. Can I get a call in, Brian? I don't think so. We're at uh, coming up on 58. Uh, eight seven. Well, no, we're not going to do that. Tell you what, uh, if you want to continue the dialogue, you can go to GaryNolan.com. Send me a message. It will pop up here in studio tomorrow. On the program, I'm pleased to tell you that Jay Ashcroft is going to be with us, uh, Secretary of State. Uh, we'll find out what's on his mind. I will throw out this uh, tax question about the, you know, the uh, two things that most of the callers of the program thought would make the state a better place to live. We'll see where he stands on that. Uh, then uh, we're going to have the Epic Times on board. And... Uh, also, uh, one of my favorite uh, economists, Murray Sabrin, is going to be with us. So that's on tomorrow's show. Think Tank Thursday follows that. Looks like we're going to have a full boat there. Don't forget, Sean Hannity, Glenn Beck, coming right up. Whatever it is in life that you want, go out and get it. Don't wait for the government to drop it in your lap. You make it happen. Seize the day. Carpe diem. Gwen, baby. Honey, I'm coming home.